Hey productive people, this is Art Gelwix for the Idea Pump. Wanted to welcome you to this episode of Being Productive. One password has come out on Android with a new UI update and some additional features. Uh, it's one of the most popular password managers out there. If you are not using a password manager or you're up in the air as to which one, one password's one that you may want to take a look at because they've just gone through and updated their user interface. They provided a strong password generator to make it easier to create automatically generated passwords that you can remember rather than just being random combinations of letters, numbers, and symbols. It'll go through and check and see if you've used any weak passwords for any of your stored accounts, but it'll also allow you to store documents and secure them. It'll allow you to autofill your usernames and passwords into your browsers and even keep track of your most commonly used logins. So as I said before, if you haven't decided on using a password manager or you're thinking about changing, this may be something you definitely want to take a look at. You should be using a password manager, and now 1Password may give you just another reason to give them a second look. Office Lens on mobile devices for iOS or Android has added a new feature to an already very useful little app. The new feature is the ability to add text directly to scanned images. Now, if you haven't used One Lens or Office Lens before, it allows you to take image, images using your device's camera of documents, whiteboards, that sort of thing. And up until this point, you could annotate them using a pen-style interface, but now you can actually add in text as well so that it makes it easier to read the annotations you're putting on the images and then send those annotated images out to things such as PDF, uh, send it out as a gallery image file, or even send it directly to OneNote. So if you're using Office Lens, take a look for this feature to be hitting your copy of it soon. If you're not using Office Lens, you may want to take a look at it. Sandy Rittenhouse over at Make Use Of has put together a list of templates from Microsoft Office that are targeted specifically towards teachers. Uh, some of those templates include emergency contact lists, student information sheets, class syllabi, weekly attendance sheets, and quite a variety more. So if you're looking for these types of templates, if you're a teacher or somebody in the education space that would find these useful, you can follow the link included in the podcast notes back to the article to find out exactly what Sandy's recommending. Lisa Aldesert over at Fast Company published an article recently about how to be more efficient by working with your brain's natural flow. Now, this is something that has been mentioned numerous, of, numerous times inside the productivity space, focusing around this idea of chronotypes. Uh, specifically, Lisa allowed references back to the work done by Daniel Pink and Michael Breas. The idea here is to find when you do your best type of work and then make sure that the work coincides with those time periods. So to highlight some of her points, 
She talks about classifying your tasks into creative and analytical tasks because that's what matches up with the common chronotypes. Find out when during your day you do your best work on creative tasks and when you do your best work on analytical tasks, primarily by looking at the historical record of tasks you've been successful at and when you were successful at doing them, and then rescheduling your tasks to match those time periods, thereby increasing your chances of being successful. It's a solid theory, and it's a solid practical application if you start going through and do it. It does take time to analyze the work that you're doing, and you have to have the ability to be flexible on when you're executing tasks. But if you do those basic steps, you increase your chances of being successful in finishing the tasks that you want to do. J.R. Raphael over at Fast Company published an article, 25 Incredibly Useful Things You Didn't Know That Google Docs Could Do. And it is a great collection. If you're familiar with Google Docs, I'm sure you'll learn some new things in it. Uh, If you haven't really worked with Google Docs, it's an excellent starting place to learn all of the tips and tricks, or at least a good portion of the tips and tricks. Some of the things that he calls out is a tip on how to be able to click and drag text around a document using the keyboard rather than using the mouse. Uh, Some shortcut keys on being able to change font size on the fly. How to use the paint roller. If you're familiar with Microsoft Word, you would have heard the format painter. It's the same type of functionality. How to use that in Google Docs. Uh, A keyboard shortcut that allows you to search all the available functions rather than having to dig through the menus. That's one of my personal favorites. How to use the outline structure to navigate through a document. How to turn a document into a live web page that can be shared. And one of the neatest little tricks in here is to put in docs.google.com front slash create into your address bar in your browser to immediately create a Google document without having to open docs first. There's a lot more in this article. So stop by the podcast or the notes below and read up on the different things that you can do within Google Docs. Thanks for putting aside some of your productive time to listen to Being Productive with the Idea Pump. As always, if you've found this helpful, somebody else might find it helpful as well, so share the wealth and share the content. If you've got any questions, thoughts, ideas, or things you'd like me to dig into, please let me know over at art at theideapump.com, on Facebook at The Idea Pump, on Twitter at The Idea Pump, or come over and join the Being Productive group on Facebook. Thanks again, and as always, be productive.